When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Good to be here. How you doing? Gonna have to get your own Netflix password. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not doing it. I'm digging in. Cracking down. The cracking down. Dig it in. She's not doing Netflix. She's not doing Apple TV Plus. I'm out of here. You've letting it. That's it. Just going to be me and Disney from here on out. (laughs) I I watched Netflix last night, probably for the first time in uh, I don't know how many months, probably close to a year. Well, since since The Crown (laughs) came out, the last season of The Crown came out. That's how long it's been. I was going to say that's probably, what was that, mid last year or the year before? Yeah, I think so. But I was thinking about that. I didn't have any issues and I haven't gotten any emails. So I don't think anyone has my password as far as I know. But yeah, I'm into into that Diplomat show that Carrie Russell is starring in. That's Mm. pretty good. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff to get you caught up on as well. Besides that, Mike Tyson revealing what's going on with Jamie Foxx. Kim says her time with Kanye was beautiful. But <laughs> tell you what else she said. And Oh, Kim. Why does Katy Perry want to quit American Idol? Boy, she's been dragged she's a upset. lot here lately. Yeah, we she's have a uh, handful of stuff to get you caught up on this morning. The first E! News of the day. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Meanwhile, I think the Graders guy is walking by with a box full of something. That sounds way better. (laughs) It does. I love the escargot at DeFelice. It comes yeah. in this pop, like piping hot ramekin. When it arrives at the table, it's still bubbling because they literally remove it from the oven with all the butter and sauce, and they bring Ooh. it to you. <gasps> so good. Well, you like that? You like that better or the halibut forte? I like them both equally, Jeff. They're Very like good. children. Defelice classics, right? There. That you eat. Yes, that you <laughs> yeah. eat. They're both children. Uh, why Katy Perry wants to quit American Idol, among other things, on our list of stuff to cover in the world of pop culture. And Kim talking about her time with Kanye, saying it was beautiful, but <laughs> we'll get into it here shortly. But first, let's begin this hour's E! News with Jamie Foxx this morning. Jamie Foxx, we might have a clue as to what's been going on with him. And, and this has just been kind of weird. It's like, I I really want to know. I'm super curious as to what his issue is. And, and then I, I want to respect his privacy because I totally get not wanting to reveal all of your medical issues to the world. It's, right. it's, it's none of my business. 
but I'm still curious. I'm and Mike Tyson may have just let it all out of the bag. Let the cat out of the bag. Right out of the bag because he was doing a podcast interview recently and Mike said he's not feeling well. They said he had a stroke. Mm. He didn't say who told him that, so he doesn't sound 100% sure because he added, quote, I have no idea what happened to him. And he also said, if we don't know about it now, they don't want us to know. So it may have been one of those situations where it slipped and then you see the reaction of the person that you just spilled it to and realized, ooh. Right. May, how can I walk this back very quickly? I know. How do, do I feel I like see a lot of people YN? have been speculating, though, that that has been the issue? Yeah, that would make sense. Considering what they have and haven't said. Like, they've said now he's been rehabbing, and we're all it's like, sudden. Well, what's that and about? His, he's talking again. Yeah. yeah. So is Statements that, like that. Yeah. yeah. I feel yeah. like that's what everybody is assuming. It's kind of guessing anyway. Right. So... All right. Uh, we're going to get to this other stuff that I listed, including the uh, today's the day that where the Netflix password sharing theoretically ends. I'm really well, sad about this. How am I going to watch Selling Sunset, Jeff? Well, you're going to have to spend another eight bucks a month, I guess. <laughs> get to both those stories here in a bit. But first, let's check the roads. We got Denise here now with your latest traffic. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I was a big deal in the peanut butter game, okay? I was part of some stuff that, that I'm sure you'll remember. I was part of the team that launched the first low-salt, low-sugar peanut butter into the category. It was called Simply Jif. It was targeted towards diabetics. I wanted to call it Type 2 Peanut Goo. But... <laughs> I like it. You know, I, I always felt guilty because we charge the same for crunchy as we did for creamy, which if you think about it, the crunchy, like, we didn't finish making that. If you went to the plant, the crunchy guys are probably getting off work at noon, and the creamy guys are still smashing up peanuts at 5.30. The savings should have been passed on to you, and I, I still lose sleep over it. I, That's Greg Warren, who actually worked for GIF. And that's from his 2023 YouTube special, The Salesman. Cincinnati's Q102. We've been running a lot of comedians from YouTube specials. I didn't realize that there were that many YouTube specials out there. YouTube specials, and which I'm a subscriber of, but I haven't actually watched any of them. And uh, what else? What else? What else? Prime Video. He's got a yeah. bunch of... Comedians on there. Content on there. Hmm. You know, which just, it, it takes you back to that inner struggle. How many of these stupid things am I going to pay for every month? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember in the old days when you could share passwords with your friends? It was glorious, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know if anyone in the room here, am I the only one with a Netflix I account? I got Netflix. I have one. one. You got I do. one? I don't. Yeah. I use uh, my mom's. Has anyone gotten uh, an email? Your, your your scolding email from Netflix yet? Mm. Not yet. Mm-mm. 
If not, brace yourself because they started rolling out their crackdown on password sharing in the U.S. yesterday. From here on out, anyone using your account better live with you because they're charging another $7.99 for anyone living outside your home to use your account. Premium subscribers can add up to two. I think that's me. I think I'm the premium subscriber. I can add up to two non-household members, while standard plan subscribers can only add one. So here's my question. I have two, actually. What happens to people who have multiple homes? So if they live one place half the year and another place the other half the year, do they need two separate accounts? And what about when you go on vacation? Well, they give you... So what happens is is that they send you an email or some sort of notification that says you're permitted to use it at that address for like that day. Like a few days. Or whatever those, yeah, whatever yeah. those parameters are. They so, acknowledge those yeah. situations. And so each time, if you have a vacation time, every few days, you got to say that it is you. And what you about have, a kid in college? Well, you that that's going to be a, probably a no-go. That's a separate Or account. you're a premium subscriber yeah. and you can add up to to Donna, because that's what I'm thinking. Like, based on the subscription we currently have, we could probably share it with two of the three kids. Mm -hmm. And don't bank on customer outrage making all this go away, because Netflix has already started doing this in other countries, and they have seen an increase in paid memberships in some regions, including Canada. Uh, primary account holders, by the way, will have to set a household location on their devices, although uh, like Fritchie was just uh, Fritchie was just inferring that you will still be able to use your account when you travel okay all right i know all those vacations and homes you have you gotta we consider knew. these you things. know we knew when all <laughs> of this started right, i think it's gonna be exactly. one of those things just like what i do with the hbo max is hey when crown comes out time to subscribe for one month binge it cancel it yeah, it just sounds yeah, like so and much it really, work. I mean, to Tim's point, it is easier than you think. I did it to watch all the stuff on HBO, Game of Thrones, watched it, canceled it. Yeah, most yeah. people Haven't don't bother because they don't want to have to search around and figure out how to do it, but it's yeah, fairly maybe easy. Do, maybe you do like one subscription service. Like if you do one subscription service for the month of June, then you binge watch all of it. You like catch up on Love is Blind, Selling Sunset, The Crown, everything that's on Netflix, and then you just don't get it again until next year in June. And then watch all of it. And then you watch all of it again yeah. or whatever it is that's new. Because there's not that much new stuff that comes out that's must-see And there's not going to be with the writer's right. strike. Exactly. Not We're going to not be getting a lot of new stuff. Okay, so Kim Kardashian is talking about her marriage to Kanye West, and she refuses to see that whole relationship and marriage as a failure. In fact, she is saying that it was beautiful. But it ultimately failed because he needed help, but he didn't want it. She said, you can't force your beliefs and project that on someone that thinks something totally different. It's okay to realize that this life is so short and you should go and find the people that do align with what you really believe in. She said, you can't really force things upon other people. You can't expect them to be where you're at and at your level. So let me get this straight. You can't change people? <laughs> I think that's what Kim is trying to say. And you can't help people that don't want help. But what if my spouse does something annoying and I want to change her? I can change her, right? 
No, you can't change her. You can tell her she's annoying, but in the end, if you're annoyed, who's the one with the problem? <laughs> Me. <laughs> Wait a minute. That backfired very quickly. Hmm. Yeah, what was that bit? I was borrowing that That from. was Saturday Night Live. Yeah. So if I don't have any money, I can't buy anything? No. <laughs> what if I have this credit card? What do I do with that? Do I have to pay that back? Yes. Wow. You know what's interesting, though, about Kanye, you guys, is that he is rumored to be remarried to someone else, and he seems like he has calmed down extremely. Now yeah, he's that, not talking. Yes, that's hey, what he's correct. you know. Well, she's the Kanye whisperer. Well, yeah, I, I mean, she might be. I mean, that's something that remember. I mean, he see Kim. I told you you could change people. <laughs> he spent the majority of last year get him being to put in a the lid news on it for horrible reasons, and now it seems like he's very, very relaxed. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Katy Perry has been getting some bad press this season for supposedly being the mean judge. On American Idol. What the bloody hell was that? Yeah, I know. Well, you got to have a mean one. She's uh, she's taking over for you, Simon. But now, because of this bad press for being the mean judge, she's considering quitting the show. The British tabloids are saying that Katie feels like the producers of American Idol have thrown her under the bus by editing the show in such a way to make her seem nastier than she really is. And it probably said that they could do that in her contract. Yeah. And I don't disagree with <laughs> Oh, this. I'm sure it did. Because they have been making her look very, you know, not so nice. Remember, she got in trouble for fat shaming one of the contestants. Mom, then, wasn't there a mom shaming there, issue, there, too? Yeah. I don't remember the fat shaming one. I remember the mom shaming. Well, the mom shaming one was the woman that had all the kids and she was And she was really young. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got some clips. Listen. One thing I personally would like to see from you is not one piece of glitter the next time. I know that's going to be hard. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! Oh, yes. Oh, wow. From the cupcake oh, boob lady. Food. Okay, first time in six <laughs> seasons. Woo! <laughs> yeah, she was also dragged online for uh, that was the, the the situation that you pointed out when she slut shamed that twenty five year old female contestant who had three kids, and so between that and critiquing some of the contestants' outfits, they've I guess been booing her lately, and she doesn't like it, so she's gonna take her ball and go home. That is funny that she has, you know, I mean, she's had some pretty wild outfits on stage. Oh, yeah. How, you know. I mean, she had fireworks coming out of her boobs. And man. cupcake boobs, didn't yeah, she? And, yeah. you know, she's had all kinds Muffins, of I think. interesting choices when it comes to wardrobe. So I don't know if that qualifies her as someone who can judge other people's wardrobe or if that's someone who should just shush it on that particular topic. No, I don't know. <laughs> not sure. I'm not sure about that one. Yeah. All right, so Prince William's wife, Kate Middleton, attended a picnic with 100 elementary school kids at a flower show on Monday, and some of them were asking for her autograph, and she told them, I can't write my name, but I can draw. Oh. And she proceeded to draw little pictures for the kids. And so they asked her, you know, why can't you sign? She said, I'm not allowed to write my signature. It's just one of those rules. Oh. And she's not lying. It is a rule, and there is a reason for it. Members of the royal family don't sign autographs so that no one can forge their signatures. Oh, yeah. that's probably good. That's idea. the reason. 
Yeah. That's so, interesting. They're not just being, you know, Wouldn't it be you know cool how some celebrities just are just, eh. The queen. You the know, queen. like if you were the queen, you don't got to write your own Future name. queen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like how you, you, you know, say you're at like a, an auction, like you're at a charity event and in the silent auction, it's, it's got a picture of a celebrity that's supposedly signed. Mm-hmm. I I never know. I mean, how do you ever know if those things are remotely authentic? I would guess they're probably not more there, often than not. There are authenticators. In fact, many years ago, I was gifted a ton of autographed memorabilia. My friend Stacy worked for a super wealthy family in Florida, and they would go to charity auctions and they would buy up you know, tons of autographed stuff. Yeah. And I literally had dozens of huge autographed pieces and they decided they wanted to get rid of all of it they didn't care what it went so where it went so stacy sent them all up to me so i could auction them off to help pay for this huge thing treatment thing i was doing for jacob okay so i there is a place here in town i don't remember the name of it it's got sports in it somewhere. Oh, sports investments. They came to the house and they walked through and they were able to tell. And they were like, that one's real. That one's not. That oh, one's wow. not. Wow. That one is. Mm. This is not. Yeah. I'm familiar with them. They've been around for a long time. They're pretty well established. And you, get, there are certain certificates that come with the pieces. Yeah. I still have a handful. Well, that's that was my thought. Like... These so-called certificates of authenticity. There are. Just I wonder like how two. many of the, right. That's what that I'm are saying. Two that they Accepted. come from. Yes. There. I, I. And at, this was 15 years ago. Yeah. So, but there were like two different places that are. They can absolutely confirm if this is this certificate of authentic authentic. Vacation comes from these two places. It's legit. Well, it'd be nice to have those guys around when you're at the event. I know, before right? Before you buy. <laughs> no yeah. kidding. You know? No that's kidding. That's what I was thinking. Well, that's what I... Some of them weren't legit. Like, what did Because it'd be nothing worse. Them? You know, you yeah. spend like thousands yeah. of dollars on something autographed yeah. by, I don't know, Elton John or Bono or something. And, and then to find out. See, that's why I always like it when, if they're giving you something that... Put along with it a picture of the person signing it. That to me would yeah. be like, you know, if if we're giving away an autographed guitar from an artist, right? Let's get a picture of them actually signing that guitar, and then we're like, okay, here it is happening. Yeah, you know. Now we also know too that it's where it's coming from because we're getting it from. We the know, label. like we, yeah, when we when but we auction up, we know it's legit. It doesn't know that, right? You know? What if somebody did a, the old switcheroo on you, though? That's like, possible. Even though you have a picture of them signing it, right? It could be the old switcheroo, and that is you true. kept it. Yeah, not, not that we're doing that. I'm just saying it could be done. Yeah. Well, I got a Carson Palmer autographed football. Yeah. Do you? And my sitting in my basement somewhere. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I wonder what that's worth. <laughs> I'm gonna I go had a with who did I have? Bears. I had a Jim McMahon, the old quarterback for the Chicago Bears. Go I had a Bears. football, Jim McMahon football, and a Steve Garvey ball glove. Oh yeah, when I was a kid. Wow. See, I feel I know. weird about signed stuff because at some point, like, what is it for? Like, what do you do with it? Like, I, you know, you gotta hang it on your wall. Like, I, I have mean, an yeah. autographed Kenny Chesney jersey. Just in my closet. 
you know, I never framed it. I don't really know what I would do with it. And you have no certificate of authenticity. No, <laughs> yeah. but I believe, you know, because Ron, who worked here, he got He's it the one that got it for me. You. I believe, you know, I know he took it back. No, there. and I'm sure it is. Yeah. But, like, but how like, do I you don't wanna, get... But I don't want to sell it, and I, but it's not displayed. Oh, well, then you don't need a certificate of authenticity. I just am going to keep it hanging in there. Yeah. <laughs> But that's a cool place. Like to, you know, if you're looking, if you're scratching your head trying to figure out the perfect gift for someone who's just impossible to buy for, mm-hmm. and you don't mind dropping a little bit of money, sports yeah. investments has got all kinds of stuff, and it's not just sports memorabilia. I mean, you know, they got rock and roll memorabilia, you know, a lot of different stuff. They, I, I had a champagne bottle that was autographed by multiple presidents, and they told me that it was fake. Oh. They, but they wanted it. So, yeah, so you could go see if it's on display somewhere. One time a friend got me an autographed picture of Felicia Rashad for my birthday present. And it was one that he bought on eBay. (laughs) So random. Yeah, it was one he bought on eBay and it was signed to Judy. To Judy. (laughs) (laughs) Felicia Rashad. That is so great. That's great. I still have it somewhere. What is the website that you can get celebrities to to send you a cameo? Oh, cameo! I just yes. found out that Ian Summerholder is on there again, on oh, and yeah. off, on and off. So is yes. Oliver Hudson. I just oh, my saw God. that he was posting on his Instagram that he's like, I'm back on cameo. If I got a message from him, I would die. <laughs> Moist. It's Your ex- birthday's yes. coming up. Let's it's see expensive. How much it he costs. was. I think he was up there. Oh, I want to. I want to say he was like at seven hundred bucks or oh, something. Well. But, I mean, I oh, my you, God. But, yeah. I know. That's why I was like, man, if I hit the oh, lotto, I'm going to buy one for myself. Let me see how much he costs. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jen's other boyfriend, Tommy Chong of <laughs> Cheech and Chong fame. I never had his autograph, but I did have a glass-blown bong from him. Yeah, he turns 85 today. <laughs> that was so. That? that was such a cool thing, and somebody stole it from me, and I'm just still heated about that. Well, that's what happens when you have all this valuable star memorabilia stuff Hanging in your house. Around. You know, the help's going to lift it. I know it. Too. God, that's just... Oh. Yeah, so if you don't know the story, Tommy Chong was on our show and he gifted Jen with this beautiful, beautiful hand-painted, bong hand-blown that he bong. had made. Yeah. It was so cool. It was really cool. I was good. I ne- It was never used as it was supposed to be used but uh-huh. i wanted to because i didn't want it stained up oh it's not like i had uh, you know other, but other i means yeah well <laughs> i wanted to use it as a flower pot i was gonna put uh-huh. flowers in it right but other it was methods just of delivery. i mean it was wrapped in like <laughs> satin in a box in my closet it's a beautiful presentation it was beautiful yeah. and then what happened to it somebody stole it stolen out of her house Hey, so he's not available anymore. Mm. He and Summerholder? Yeah, I just That's tried to. It says temporarily unavailable. Follow and be notified when he's back to personalizing videos. He's got another baby on the way. Moist. Moist. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yep. Thank How are you. you feeling today, Jen? Moist. Moist. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Jen, happy birthday. Hope your birthday is, hope your cake is super moist. Thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Back to Tommy Chong, who's celebrating his 85th birthday today. Here's some great movie trivia about him. They, they would have had a long-awaited, Cheech and Chong would have had a long-awaited reunion in the original movie, The Lion King, because Cheech Marin was the voice of one of the hyenas. 
Oh, wow. And they had asked Tommy Chong to do one of the other hyenas. Okay. And he said no. And they said, well, why did you say no? And he said, because he was once kicked out of Disneyland for wearing an obscene T-shirt. Uh-uh. Here he is, though, showing how he would have voiced that role. Look at you guys, man. No wonder you're dangling at the bottom of the food chain. If we weren't for these lands, we'd be running the joint. Well, maybe it worked out for the better that he didn't do it. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know. Jeez. All right. Well, it's late. I got other stuff, but we'll get to it after 7 o'clock on Cincinnati's Q102. First, let's check the roads. We got Denise Johnson, and she's standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh. Holly. Hello. Hey. Are you, are you driving a Mustang or something? Charger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Get the top down? <laughs> no, it's not a convertible. I wish. Oh. Yeah. It's getting it's getting to convertible season around here, isn't it? Yep. That is for sure. You should have seen Fritch and Tim out yesterday. Oh, my God. We were freezing our butts off. It was a little chilly for the shorts. We had the heated seats going, the the heat blowing on our feet, and our hair blowing in the wind. Yes, we were. And we were uh, bundled up. Yep. All right. All right. So I'm going to give you your headlines. You pick the real one. You're going to go see Dave Matthews Band. And where else are we sending them? You're going to go to the Aqua Adventure Park, Jen. Cool. All right. Middletown. So is the real one A. A man shot his roommate in the butt for eating the last hot pocket. Is it B, 52-year-old woman throws knives at her sister for wearing her shoes? Or C, guy chases neighbor with weed whacker after his dog peed on his petunias? I'd say A. You're right. Yay. It is Hot it's Pockets. Hot. Yes. Awesome. Wow. I do love a good Hot Pocket, and it's been probably a decade since I had a Hot <laughs> That's awesome. I love hot pockets. The meatball one. Uh, oh, girl. I hear you. I like the pepperoni. Yeah. All good, That's all awesome. good. I'm so happy. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll put you on hold, and Fritz will get you set up, okay? All right. Thanks. All right. Yeah, you hang on. If you're going to eat the last hot pocket, make sure everyone is cool with it first because hot pocket rage is real. 64-year-old man in Kentucky named Clifton Williams freaked out on his roommate last weekend after noticing that he'd eaten the last hot pocket. Clifton was furious. He threw some kind of tiles at the roommate, and when the guy tried to get away, that's when Clifton got his gun and shot the guy in the butt. The roommate still managed to run off. In the buttocks. Yeah, he got help and was hospitalized and looks like he'll be okay. But being shot over a hot pocket? Seems a bit extreme. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Smidge. Uh, Clifton has been arrested for assault. Okay. Yeah. Good. And I think he's already bonded out. It wasn't, it was not a big bond. It was like $7,500 or something. Do you think they're still living together? You know what? (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't (laughs) surprise me. 
It is 20 after 7. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Coming up, sports. Fritch and Tim will give you the latest. More Bengals hair news. Yep. Nice. We'll run it all down for you next, but first, let's check the roads. We got Denise here now with your latest Q102 traffic. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All right. It's all about the hair. The hair. Yep. Yes. Well, we can talk about, <laughs> you know, what they're doing in the off season and how we're preparing hair, yeah, for yeah. winning, winning, winning. But no, let's talk about hair. Yeah, so here's the deal with our sports segment today. Um, I have a story that's all about the hair. So it was just about early last week that the Cincinnati Bengals posted that very awesome six-second video of Joe Burrow and his awesome headband. And Looking then, good. And that entire week, they kind of just showed how multiple people on the team kept wearing these headbands, which in my opinion really came true for Tim's theory about they they, they overordered last year on the headbands <laughs> that nobody purchased. <laughs> hey, put one on Joe. Put one on Joe, they'll sell. Yes, but that's what <laughs> happened though. Everybody else started wearing them. So then they put together all these collabs. But there's another Cincinnati Bengal player. So defensive tackle BJ Hill. He went on the record back in March and he said, Listen, if the Bengals re-sign linebacker Jermaine Pratt, I will completely shave my head. And oh. guess what? The Bengals re-signed Jermaine Pratt to an amazing three-year deal through 2025. So, B.J. Hill went on record, and he shaved his entire have- head. Here's the question. What kind of, of hair did he did have? He-, he had a little bit more of, like, I would say it was probably, what, one or two inches long all over. And they, Okay, I mean- so it's not like it's going to take him forever. It's not like he had super long, flowing hair. No, no, it no, wasn't no, no, a no. huge sacrifice. He didn't sacrifice. have anything like, what's his name, um... Like, oh, yeah. Uh, I can't remember the, the wide receiver guy that left. So did he wear Hayden his, Hurst? Did he yeah, wear his Hurst. headband? So he did not with have his the bald headband. Head. He did not have the headband on, but it was really funny because everyone in the locker room started joking with him, like, hey, are you gonna be faster now that you don't have any hair? And he would laugh that off a little bit. I bet the helmet like, feels funny. Sure I'm gonna oh, be yeah. faster. When but you're the, bald and sweaty on your head and you've got that helmet on there. Yeah, but the cool thing is is that we're hearing that this has done even more wonderful things for the locker room morale because That's everyone's good. like kind of joking about it. Everyone's like, look, they're you know, they're the bonding defense, over it. The defense is putting their money where their mouth is. You know, that we re-signed this guy. This guy's shaving his head. So it's really like we're all coming together over the Bengals' hair. I'm okay with that. Isn't that exciting? Are they selling that sweatband anywhere? They that are. Headband? They have it. They have it at the Pro, Pro Shop. Shop. I can't say that they still have it, but when we asked that question last week, we got several people sending us messages and pictures of them wearing the well, headband. let's see if they have it online. Yeah. 
They they probably do, Jen. And then another <laughs> football news. This is about uh, college. The UC Bearcats broke ground yesterday on that incredible practice facility. It looks pretty cool. That's going to be coming to town. And this is funny, too, because I was watching the news this morning, and they were talking about how dedicated Coach Satterfield is to this project, that his screensaver on his telephone is the future UC practice field. Like, that's oh, his screensaver. Cool. He took his family off and put that on. Yeah. That's funny. That's a good that sign. hilarious? And then one last thing, FC Cincinnati, they went into a penalty kick shootout last night. Hey. Uh, and they won 5-3 to three over the New York Red Bulls because uh, it was a tie. It tied, so then they go into this penalty kick like thing. Like sudden death? Sort of. So they will move forward to host the quarterfinals in the U.S. Open Cup match at TQL Stadium either June 6th or 7th. They'll play the winner of the game tonight against Pittsburgh or Columbus. So this is kind of a weird thing because they're in this U.S. Cup thing. Like a tournament? Yes, which is different than regular MLS play. So uh, as long as they stay in this Open Cup, this U.S. Open Cup, they're going to play like twice a week. Oh, wow. So they're going to be extra hmm. busy. So in MLS play. So, they rep- so they're playing their regular games and playing in this tournament? Correct. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's so, kind of like select soccer. Sort of. So <laughs> so it's one of the oldest soccer tournaments in the United States. It goes back to like 1912 or something like that. But uh, they'll play in regular MLS play Saturday night in Colorado. Cool. So there you go. Reds lost last night. They play again today. All right. That's your sports coming up. Why are kids suddenly pooping outside? Yee. And Mm. you think craft singles are hard to open? Never had an issue. (laughs) (laughs) News that didn't make the news is coming up next. 731. Jeff and Jen on this Wednesday, the 24th of May. Don't be this person. At the pool this summer. Don't do it. And why are kids suddenly pooping outside? One has nothing to do with the other, by the way. <laughs> Although well, it maybe might. it does. <laughs> they could, yeah. Gross. They could overlap a bit there. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Time for some of the day's news that didn't make the news that we think is important enough that it should have on Cincinnati's Q102. And honestly, I thought it was a joke at first when Jen started talking about it on our Facebook Live video this morning, but apparently it really is a thing. It's a thing. Someone sent a letter to Slate.com's parenting advice column asking why parents are now encouraging little kids to poop outside. Poop outside. They said... (sighs) Evidently, they're seeing this at public parks and playgrounds, and they're not just going on the ground. They said parents are bringing these little portable toilet bowls for their children to use, and what they'll do is, like, they'll set them up under trees within just mere feet of playgrounds and picnic areas so their kids can use them instead of public restrooms. (sighs) And As a parent, I can't say I totally disagree with this. However, like the you got to clean up after your own kid and clean your kid, right? But the, if there's no sink, like but, how but, do you do that? Because we have wipes everywhere. Like I have them in my car. I have them in my purse. I have them in my backpack. I have them in our bag we take everywhere. Well, I guess what they're watching, you know, what they're seeing is that they just go right back to the playground and they're touching everything. They're touching everything. Yeah. So is is this something that is actually (laughs) common these days or are these isolated incidents that are just getting a lot of attention? Well, 
According to the Slate.com writer of the column, yes, it is common. And he actually shamed the reader for complaining. I don't know. I've had cousins and nieces and nephews who, you know, hey, just go over by that tree. Yeah. Hey, and when gu- I was and guess kid- what? Then there are five doing it when they're not provoked because they've been trained that that's okay to do. So if you're going to let them poop in a bucket at the park as a non-parent, really encourage them to know this is a, something special we're doing because the this bathroom's dirty. This is an emergency dirty. situation. This is not a normal behavior. This is not. You can't yeah, but do- when you're potty training a kid, they encourage you to take the potty everywhere Ooh, with you. So sure, that's and, a- and take it in the bathroom and go. Yeah, and but- find a private place for it, not yes. just a tree 10 feet away from the playground. And also when we... We used to let our daughter go number one outside because we had a lot of land and she would just drop trowel by a tree. You know, we're like, okay. But then we had to have the conversation with her that that is just something you do maybe at our house or maybe when you're (laughs) this old. Because I told Scott, I said, can't you just see her going to summer camp? Down you at the daycare, you. and she <laughs> just drops the child by the basketball hoop. It's yeah. like you yep. can't do that. So this is all about conversations. Well, and I remember too when I was a kid. And I don't know, maybe this was a small town thing, but it was a heck of a lot of fun to poop in the woods for whatever reason. That was <laughs> that was like, hey, I kind of gotta go. <laughs> I I want to go. I want to go by that tree right over yeah. there. Definitely and it a was a thing. thing mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't all be right. doing that in Silverton. We were looking for any kind of entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> well, the guy who runs the column says evidently this has always been a thing. Uh, he thinks it might be a little more common now because parents started doing it when COVID hit and all those public bathrooms were closed there for a while. Fair. And he's, you know, the other point he made, too, is like parents don't really care if they're making random childless people uncomfortable. He said it seems like the people who take issue with this are usually the same ones who have problems with moms breastfeeding in public. Mm. So there you go. We're going to start a new feature on our show starting tomorrow, Poop Time with Tim. Poop Time. And we're going to pick a different park every week. And who's going to poop in it? <laughs> One Tim of us? Tim is going to Tim's going to poop in a park? Yeah. No, we're not. Park pooping no. with Tim. No. Oh. oh, my gosh. Don't let it ever be said, I don't try to contribute. That's true. <laughs> this is why you come to all the pivotal meetings uh, that are for creative. That's Could you right. even imagine trying to poop outside, uh-huh. though, as an adult? Not I easy. would not want to. Like, in the woods, it's one situation, but, like, I, I just don't think I ever want to try. I try to avoid yeah. it. Yeah. No, yeah. thank just you. Just have the convo. This not is a, for me. This is, this is a one-of-a-kind one sort of poop-in-a-bucket situation. <laughs> right. Okay, how do you listen to Q102? Do you listen on a traditional radio at 101.9 on the FM dial, or do you stream in? Do you ever listen to AM radio? I ask because AM radio, which is is sort of been slowly going away and fading from American-built cars, even some European cars as well, just scored a big win courtesy of Ford Motor Company. Ford announced that they are reversing course and will not be removing AM radios from their new cars. That's a relief. In case you didn't miss the story, at least eight major car brands have been planning to ditch AM radio in their upcoming models. Uh, that includes Tesla. Uh, I don't even think that I don't even think Tesla has it now. Uh, Mazda, BMW. I have a BMW and I do have AM radio. Polestar, Volvo. Volkswagen and Ford and Ford was the biggest of the of those eight uh, but 
their their CEO announced yesterday that they're adding it back into all of their 2024 models. So it's not uh, it's not going away yet. Uh, we we looked up the statistics on this here in this market. Like, how many AM radio stations can you name on the AM dial? Is it three? Maybe yeah, mm-hmm. I can name three. That yeah. is mostly just because of sports. But that's Honestly. the thing. Like, if you go back, you know, 50 or 60 years ago, I mean, it Different was packed time. with a lot of stations, and that's part of the reason why. Uh, but there are still enough people listening to it that uh, they feel it's worth keeping. Uh, another big concern is that it's used for emergency broadcast alerts. So because of that, lawmakers in D.C. have been pushing the car companies to keep AM radio. In fact, they introduced a bill last week called the AM for Every Vehicle Act that would actually require all new cars to have AM radios. Uh, My thought has been, you know, since the technology seems to just be so antiquated and it doesn't sound great, is there any reason why these AM stations can't just pipe their signal on an FM frequency? I mean, most of them are simulcasting on FM bands now. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I imagine it depends on if there's any band availability. Right. I mean, there's they limit. Well, and that's, but the other thing is that a lot of people are streaming. I mean, when you look at our streaming numbers compared to what it was, say, 20 years ago when we started here when most people were listening to us on a traditional FM signal. Ford is also offering a software update to add it back into two of its 2023 electric vehicles like the Mustang Mach-E and F-150 Lightning. It's not clear if the other car makers are now going to reverse course two, but stay tuned. Mm -hmm. We'll keep you posted on that. All right, what's your biggest complaint about Kraft Singles, kids? Oh, man. Other the, than the I, fact I, that it's not real cheese. It's not uh, cheese? That's what I was going <laughs> to say. That's probably the, mo- the yeah. big one. Oh. Uh, <laughs> is it that you can't figure out how to open them? I've no, never had an issue. Really? Because sometimes they don't always have, like, I feel like that prepackaged kind of slice thingy is hard to get up. It's leaps and bounds scientifically ahead of the Capri Sun Yes, the whole straw like, hole oh. thing, which you think they would have figured out. And parents straw don't buy hole. those for day camps. Day camp counselors hate them because they have to put 50 straws in them because the kids can't figure it They're out. so hard. And then we end up with red Kool-Aid all over our shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, tangent. <laughs> well, the biggest complaint is that a lot of people, for whatever reason, cannot figure out how to open them. It's never been an issue with me, although it's been a long time since I dove into a stack of craft singles. but. Yeah. Uh, have they changed the design? Have they made it harder? Because Kraft says the top complaint they get is people struggling to open the clear wrapper of the Kraft singles. So they are redesigning them to add texture on the flap. Okay. So That'd that your helpful. fingers can feel where the opening is. They're also making the wrappers thicker and sturdier. So they can be opened without tearing. You want to talk about first world problems. Yeah, this is a big one. I'm having trouble opening my plastic cheese food. Could you please make it easier? (laughs) (laughs) I will say a craft single is so good, though, on a tuna fish sandwich. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I will tell you that was one of my favorite things to eat growing up at Frisch's. And I don't even know, like, I just loved the tuna melt. 
And they, like, during the pandemic, they did away with it. But it was, like, this really overly toasted bread with, like, thick cheese on it and the tuna. I loved that thing, man. Hmm. Gone forever. Yeah. Yeah, Kraft has to call the American Singles a cheese product mm-hmm. or or cheese food because they're less than 51% cheese. It's, that's disturbing. Yeah, if you want to call it <laughs> cheese, it has to be at least 51% cheese. Otherwise, it's not cheese. It's cheese product. <laughs> I think it's when you say cheese God. food, I just feel like that term together is just unsettling cheese food cheese well and you know what people look at that and they think well it's cheese oh i mean they they they're so sneaky in their labeling and their marketing and oh well speaking of the label god since you brought up the labeling poison the yes. other change that's taking place with craft singles is a new exterior packaging okay with a bolder font and an emphasis on the fact that they're made with real dairy. Oh, wow. All right. Even though it's not really cheese. It's so bad. Oh, god! It's so bad. You know, when I buy cheese product, I really prefer a bolder font on the box. <laughs> you know? But also, it's not that much more expensive to, to get real cheese. I mean, maybe you don't get as many you know, you either pay for the quality of food that you're putting in your body or you pay later with medication to fix what the food has done to you. Right. It's one or the other. Pick. Uh, what else we got? Memorial Day. That's this weekend, right? We got four-day work week next week, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Sweet. Yes. Memorial Day is the unofficial start of summer. So we're heading into pool season. And uh, here's a little something to make sure everyone else at the pool does not hate you. A bunch of etiquette experts came up with a list of the rudest things people do at pools. And here are 10 behaviors to avoid. (laughs) Number one. I have to look. Is this a serious story? I do. <laughs> it is. Is this a joke? No, it's real. I'm looking at this. No, this this is real. It this came from real. HuffPost. Yep. Okay. Number one. Set their toilet up next to the tree. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Honest to God, using the pool as a toilet. Yeah. yeah. Please do not pee in there. Or you know it happens. Do whatever else. Definitely don't poop. Uh, number two. So we stayed We stayed in an Airbnb last week when we were in Northern California. And one of the house rules, you know how they have like a little three-ring binder sometimes on the kitchen counter and you kind of yep. flip through it. And one uh-huh. of the things that was highlighted is please don't bring out any glass. They actually had a cabinet full yeah. of plastic glassware for if you want to go out. Thanks for reading the book, mm-hmm. Jeff. Most people don't. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you know, I'm trying to keep my rating up too, man. <laughs> Stick with plastic cups or metal water bottles. Breaking glass at a public pool is not a good look. No. There's that. Uh hogging the lounge chairs. If you want to show up early to get the best spot, that's fine. 
Just don't use towels, books, and bags to hold your spot and then disappear until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. That is disturbing. I That often happens when you go to, like, a resort. Like, I know when we've gone to the yep. all-inclusives in, like, Cancun. Got to go out at 530 and so, put, your, yes. put your book on the chair. Otherwise, you will not have a chair all day. Yeah. So what happens is people go out, and then they put their stuff down, and then they go to breakfast, and they wake up their family, they take a shower, and you're and it's like... One o'clock. And yep. I've been in the pool since, you know, eight. And I know that you haven't been back to your chair. Yeah. It's oh. the worst. Uh, letting your kids run wild. Okay. Letting them have fun is one thing. Just be willing to rein it in if you need to. Uh, topless tanning is in at number five. Now, I'm not judging. Exactly. What's wrong with that? Well, <laughs> You know, parents might There's if some... you undo your top at a public pool or a kid-friendly sport. Tan lines Prince. suck. They suck. They ride children around. I guess around. even if you're lying face down, you're still going to get some looks. What about all of the uh, booty bathing suits, though? I mean, I feel like if you have a full coverage on your bottom now, you are not the norm. Like, almost everybody has some sort of, and it's not a teaback, Jen. It's just like a lot of their They're just bathing small. suits will go kind of up and over. There's so the bottom like of the, your butt. So that the hangs little out. bottom of the muffins are out. Yep. And if you little got a nice butt, it looks great. But some people should keep as much as they can. Uh, excessive splashing, including cannonballs. Again, that's usually about keeping kids and uh, uh, extra large husbands in check. <laughs> Blasting music. Don't assume everyone wants to listen to your music. Unless it's a private pool, use headphones. Oh, yeah. uh, number eight, going inside barefoot. Yeah, that's one mainly for resorts and hotels. If you're heading inside, towel off, please, and put shoes on. Uh, number nine, jumping in when you're gross or super sweaty. Uh, towel off first, or if it's a beachside pool and you're still sandy, use an outdoor shower before you get in. They usually have them, like right at the gate as you're kind of walking back from the beach. And then showing up with a contagious condition, <laughs> like a rash or foot fungus. Don't assume the chlorine will keep it from spreading. They also say people might not love it if you go swimming with an obvious open wound. <gasps> oh yeah. yeah. Take a look that at my is... take a look at my wound. You got a wound. Jen, is that is that considered gaping? Oh, you gotta keep an eye on that Let me so see. it doesn't turn into cellulitis. What is that? Is this from your cat? No, I was I was slicing a tomato with a serrated knife that's very, oh, very sharp. That hurts. And I was holding it that I was hurts. holding it like this. So like I had the and I was going and I just because the tomato was wet, my thumb slipped right in the path of the... Uh, oh. yeah. See, that's why I don't cut things. Knives make me very nervous. <laughs> she has someone for that. I- <laughs> it's probably the lady that took her bong, I'm just saying. <laughs> All soft As foods for Jen. I will not be cutting anything I show- today. Yeah, I pay such close attention when Thank I'm cutting you. apples. I swear to God, that's like the only thing I cut. Don't you have one of those thingies? I do, but sometimes the apples are too big for it. Sometimes okay, I get yeah. really big honey crisps and they don't fit in the slicer thingy. So my suggestion for that is to flip the apple upside down. So where the stem is, you put that stem part down yeah. and you flip it over and then you go from top to bottom, like bottom to top. Does it that make sense? It still won't go all the way. You need a bigger one then. I yeah. yeah. I, I used that knife again last night last night because it was my turn to cook dinner and she's sitting there at the island watching me. And I'm like, <laughs> don't look at me. She's like, be careful. I'm like, I am being careful. <laughs> Pay attention to what you're doing. Right. 
All right, 749, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Quick break here, and then a brand new second date update. Coming up next. Marie needs a second date update today, and we're here to assist. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you today? We're doing great. Thanks for asking. It says here you went out with a guy named Carl. Is that right? I did go out with Carl. I met him online. We had a wonderful date. Um, I've actually been being intentional this year with dating. I'm very serious about it. I'm out there. I'm meeting people. I'm being myself. I'm not settling, of course, you know. Right. I've been very discerning, and I'm enjoying myself. I'm having fun. Good. I'm getting to know people. I'm practicing social skills. It's been a wonderful experience. That's great. I could use a little work on social skills myself. And I'm married, (laughs) so there's that. So is the ultimate goal then what you outlined, just getting out there, meeting new people, making new friends, forging new relationships, or is the ultimate goal a monogamous relationship or eventually marriage? Well, the ultimate goal is to meet people. It is getting warmer outside. Mm -hmm. Um, I have this theory that you know the man is the one if you can make it through the summer. If you cannot make it through the summer with him, then he is not the one. Oh. Yes, but I am seeking to be in a relationship, and I did meet this man. I thought he was very interested, and I'm interested in him. I told him I'd like to spend more time with him. He seemed enthusiastic about it. So like I said, I date a lot, and I've gotten tired of the dinner date thing, coffee meetup. It's kind of boring, so I did something really cute and thoughtful. I packed a picnic. We went to Washington Park. I made sandwiches, my grandmother's potato salad recipe, a cherry pie, and I bought a bottle of wine. Wow. Nice. Love that. I kind of want to go on a date with you. That's a nice sound right there. Can we take a nap after in the lawn? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Isn't it fun to sleep? Yeah. (laughs) On a blanket? Yeah. I mean, if it doesn't work out with him, I'm happy to take you all for a picnic (laughs) lunch date. (laughs) Thank you. Well, you've set a precedent now, Marie. I I did. I knew I did. So... We go do the picnic lunch on a big blanket, had a really nice time. The conversation was great. We had so much in common. He kissed me. Oh. Hey, girl. Nice. Good sign. Exactly. And it was really nice. Okay. And we were there for a couple of hours, like two or more. And when we left, he kissed me again. I told him I wanted to see him again. He said, absolutely. And here we are. I haven't heard back from him. I've texted him and have gotten no response. Mm. Um. Yeah, I I got nothing. Yeah, because that's a that's a great set. I love the setting. I love what you did. The effort that you put into it, you can tell from a kiss. You know, you can tell when it's good. And right. if he hung out for a couple hours, he obviously wasn't in any hurry to get out of there. It was a beautiful day. And he kissed me twice, two times, two times, and he said he wanted to see me again. Yeah. Okay. Well. I guess this is where we take a break and we just call him. Yes, please. Which is what we'll do when we come back. The story of Carl and Marie and their picnic date. As Second Date Update continues next, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. So 
But Marie is being very intentional with her dating this summer. She is getting out there, meeting people, working on her social skills, stepping out of her comfort zone a little bit. And she met an interesting guy, Carl, who she wowed with a picnic date at Washington Park. And she really put some time and effort into this with the potato salad and the pie and all the fixings to go along with it. The birds are chirping. Couldn't have asked for a better day. She said, wow, this is great. You know, would love to see you again. He was like, absolutely. They kissed twice. Good sign, I think. Yeah. And nothing. I don't like when people just go totally rogue. It makes me nervous. Like something has happened to them. Like, especially you're really selling this date to me like it was something great. And there was nothing that was alarming. So it's always interesting that something has happened. Especially after all the work she put in it. Yeah, no you know? kidding. I mean, she would have at least gotten a phone call saying, You are lovely. And thank I you deserve for all, a callback. All the I effort know. you put in. I mean, tell us more about your grandmother's uh, potato salad. Is it like a uh, German salad? Is it like, uh, like is a, it a red or skin? Mustard based? Is it ran- mayonnaise? Yeah, more vinegar. I cannot give away the recipe. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. That's how she keeps him coming back. <laughs> Calling Carl. Hi, Carl. Yeah? Jeff, Jen, Fritch, and Tim at Q102. How are you? Oh, good. How are you? We're great. You got a few minutes to talk on the radio with us, please? Yeah, I guess. Did I win concert tickets or what's going on? I wish. Are you kidding? Mm -hmm. Everybody wants Taylor Swift tickets, man. Uh, No, unfortunately. We spoke with Marie, the woman you had a picnic date with recently. Oh, hey. <laughs> that day caused me some trouble. It caused you some trouble? How so? Here's the thing. I'm separated from my wife. Mm. We're on a break, and I'm not sure if I want to go back. She says she really wants to try to work it out. We've got a couple of young kids, and that's important, but I don't know. She doesn't really trust me, and I didn't know it, but she's had a private investigator following me around. Oh, gosh. So, And he got... Go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. I'm listening. He got pictures of the picnic and the car and the kissing, and my wife's freaking out, man. Mm. She's threatening to take the kids and move to Arizona, which (sighs) she's not going to be able to do, but she's losing it. So I figured I should probably just be laying low for a while. Like, I I need, like, I just can't. No, I get it, but does Marie, did Marie have any idea that you were in that situation? Did you give her full disclosure on all that drama? How do you say that on a first date? Oh, so she had no idea. uh, Well, it doesn't look like I'm going back to my wife, and it's something I would have told her, but I didn't even know if it was worth telling her until we'd been on the date. Like, that's... No, I didn't tell her, but I'm not going back to my wife. She's she's absolutely crazy. I didn't know she had this private investigator following me. But until that's settled, I, I kind of need to just keep it quiet. All right. Well, we have Marie on the line here listening to all of this, and she's chomping at the bit to get a word in here. Marie, what are your thoughts on this? That's – I don't even have words at this point because we're adults. You could have said that at some point during the picnic – you could have said that at some point during the phone calls because you spoke on the phone first. But I, I didn't know that it mattered to tell you yet. 
You know, I, mean, I, I wasn't certain that this was... to tell. Okay, here's my thing. What woman would want to get in the middle of any of that? And what are you doing on dating sites and you're still married? That is crazy. I'm not going am, back am to my I wife. Crazy? <laughs> no, you're not crazy. You're perfectly lovely. I'm not going back to my wife. We were on a break. That's wonderful, but I think that you need to handle that first before you jump on dating sites. Yeah, Carl, you really need to finish cleaning up this mess. Yeah. And it's funny because usually when men are leaving a situation where they refer to the one they're leaving as crazy, they're not usually in a huge rush to jump back into another relationship. That's correct. I like being in a relationship, and Maria, I get it. Look, I'll let you know when the divorce is final, and maybe we can go out then. Nope, don't do that. <laughs> I'm good, because if you can do that to your wife, who knows what you'll do to me. Mm. I'm, I'm okay with that. Thank you. No, thank you. Interesting. This is going all kinds of ways. So if you're on dating <laughs> sites, have you dated other, have, have you been out on other dates with other women? I, I had been on dates with a few other women, none that I felt like I'd go on a second date with, like Marie. Um... Apparently, Marie's the only one the private investigator got pictures of. I haven't been on another date since Marie. Okay. Marie, I'm curious if he had said to you from the get go, full disclosure here, I am in the process of going through a divorce. It is a bit messy, but ultimately, when this is over, I fully intend to pursue a relationship. Are you okay with that? What What would your because you're very intent? You said you're very intentional about getting out there and not settling. So I'm just curious if you would have gone for it. I might have considered it, but the fact that he wasn't honest up front is a red flag for me, and I cannot do it. I won't do it, and I will not compromise. Did he tell you he had kids? He's got two young kids? Yeah. You did know that. All right. So how did he position the situation? Did he make it sound like he was divorced? In fact, and this is probably my fault, I didn't ask. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I wasn't intentionally hiding it. It just wasn't. The date was about me and Marie. It wasn't about me and my soon-to-be ex-wife. Well, now we know. How was the potato salad? (laughs) (laughs) What was better, the wine or the potato salad? (laughs) The the potato. She didn't make the wine. The wine was nice. She made the potato salad, and it was great. And the kiss was amazing. And I guess I'm missing out. The last you'll ever have of it. Oh, you two are going to come I'm, back around. I can feel I'm it. Not a bad, I'm not a bad guy, Marie. You think? I do. Uh, she, well. He's going to woo her somehow. I don't know. Hell no. That is not happening. <laughs> All right. Well, if anything changes, be sure to give us a call. We do follow-up service. Thank you, guys. Yeah, you're welcome. Good luck to both of you. Thank you. Okay. If you need some help with a second date update, we are here for you. Just send us an email, Jeff and Jen, at WKRQ.com. So I don't think Fritch ever watched Friends, did you? Yeah, I did. That's the one I watched. I never watched Seinfeld. Oh, okay. okay. So you know the whole Ross-Rachel saga. Yeah. yeah. That was a a thing on the show. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. But if you didn't watch Friends... Uh, the story goes, Ross and Rachel, who were at Ross played by David Schwimmer and mm-hmm. Rachel played by Jennifer Aniston, are in a relationship. I forget why they went on a break. I forget, why, I forget why they took a moment. But they, yeah, evidently, we're having problems where it might have been her who suggested that they take a break. Mm-hmm. And during this break, mm-hmm. Ross ended up sleeping with someone else. Yeah. And... 
that became the sticking point argument, their relationship for yeah. the rest of the show. Yeah. Her accusing him of cheating on her. Uh-huh. Him saying, but we were on a break. As this video I found on YouTube depicts. I didn't think there was a relationship to jeopardize. I thought we were broken up. We were on a break. That, for all I knew, could last forever. That, to me, is a break up. Her and Ross just started yelling at each other. Wait, why was he yelling at her? He's the one who slept with someone else. Well, I guess he says that because they were on a break when it happened, that she should have forgiven him by now. Whoa, he is so unreasonable. God, although I think I understand what he means. Keep an eye on a second. Ross, 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 Ross. You slept with someone else? <laughs> we were on a break. Okay? <laughs> we were, we were, yeah. Where are you? I'll find you. You slept with another woman. Oh, you're, you're one to talk? <laughs> All right, Phoebe. The cab's ready. All right, let's go. You're welcome. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you speaking to me or sleeping with someone else? <laughs> We were on a break. She wants me to take responsibility for everything that went wrong in our relationship. I mean, she goes on for five pages about about how I was unfaithful to her. We were on a break! (laughs) That's good stuff. Yeah, and it just goes on and on and on. That became such a pop culture phenomenon, too, even for other people. Like, if you were cheating with somebody, we were on a break! Yeah. Well, there's something to be said for that. <laughs> what was the point of the break? If you it, were supposed yes. to take time and to go think. sit down and think about what you've done. Yes, you weren't supposed and to And how we could make this relationship, people. whether, you know, how we were going to make this relationship work. Uh, or if it wasn't something that we could see ourselves staying in. It's time for reflection, not for banging <laughs> other people. That's not what was described. We <laughs> hadn't lost those four months. But if time was what you needed just to gain a little perspective. We were on the break! <laughs> yeah, and that, that whole theme, like, continues throughout the rest of the relationship yeah. long after they're married and have kids. Yeah, it's funny. And, and they're both telling their kids, and just in case <laughs> mommy tries to tell you that I cheated, I didn't because we were on a break, Okay. <laughs> It's very funny. funny. It is. That is one of the best love stories of all time. Ross and Rachel. Ross and Rachel. Yeah. You know what I really loved about the reunion too is they both admitted they they each had a thing for the other. Yes, they did off screen and and nothing ever became of it because they were always with somebody else. And I aren't they both? I mean, they were both single at the time of the the reunion or for the reunion part when they admitted that they had this thing. You just remember like. When she was going to leave and go to Paris and he was racing to the airport yes. and she walks in and goes, I didn't go. And you're like, ah. Oh. Uh-huh. And then when he was going to marry Emily yes. and he said, I, Ross, take thee, Rachel. And yeah. Like, ah. yeah. Yeah. I found the clip that Jen was talking about during the reunion. Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer said they actually had major crushes on each other during the first season, but they couldn't act on it since they were always dating other people. Yeah. The first season we, I had a major crush on Jen. Um, I 
and, and I think we both, at some point, we were both crushing hard on each other, but it was like two ships passing because one of us was always in a relationship and we never crossed that boundary. I mean, honestly, and I remember saying one time to David, it's going to be such a bummer if the first time you and I actually kiss is going to be on national television. Aww. Sure enough, <laughs> first time we kissed was in that coffee shop. So, so we just channeled all of our adoration and love for each other into Ross and Rachel. Oh, mm. and it works, girl. I love you. <laughs> Somebody had said there, there had been a rumor out there that the cast kind of signed a pact saying that they none of them would sleep with each with other. The, yeah. And Lisa Kudrow said that's BS. They, there was never any pact. Any kind of agreement there. Right. I wonder if any of them ever did. It was free that. for all. Well, didn't uh, didn't we all kind of think that uh, Lisa Kudrow and Joey, oh uh, Matt LeBlanc, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Kind of. I always kind of waited for the two of them to pair up because yeah. they would have been a cute couple together. It's so funny to think that Paul Rudd was her fiance, mm-hmm. her husband. Yeah. Did they end him. up getting married? Remember well, when Paul he changed Rudd's his name to like, Crap Bag? Like eighty five years old, he's been on TV for fifty years. <laughs> Doesn't age a day. I know it. He's still he's <laughs> he's getting cuter all the time. So Jen's boyfriend Ian Summerholder. Yes, he's one of my boyfriends. <laughs> he's got another baby on the way. If it's not already here, we were going to try to get him to do a cameo video for Jen for her birthday <laughs> because he was on it for a while. But it, yeah. I, I guess he's. He's taking a break. He's taking a break. He's on a break. And I don't even know how we. Yeah, he's taking a break. I don't even know how we got this clip. Moist. But that's Ian Summerholder. Yes, moist. I think. I think there was a story a long time ago about how moist is yes. a word that people just can't. It was like the most hated word that people hated hearing. Yeah. Did yeah. they have lots of celebrities? And they say had a lot of them words. saying it. They yeah. Did correct, and that's how we got. And that Ian clip. was one of them. Mm-hmm. Right. I call it the moist maker. <laughs> Ross on Friends talking about a turkey sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, the Ross was explaining why his Thanksgiving leftover sandwich was the only good thing going on in his life. <laughs> just a sandwich? Look, I am 30 years old, okay? I'm going to be divorced twice and I just got evicted. That sandwich was the only good thing going on in my life. Someone ate the only good thing going on in my life. <laughs> yeah. You know, for people are listening that have never watched Friends, I feel like it's just one of those timeless shows that you Required. can tune in at any point well, in life and just relate to whatever it is they have going on. I think the relationships material is timeless. I think there's unfortunately a few things that haven't aged very yeah, well true. with this show and there's a lot of people that are uncomfortable like with, with a lot of shows. Ma- exactly. I mean that, you know, it's hist- it's history. It's where we were at, at the time. But uh yeah. So there might be some things that some find offensive. Yeah. We were talking about recently the things you can and cannot take from hotel rooms. Yeah. That was also a scene from Friends. Also got these great salt and pepper shakers from the restaurant. Oh, that's not cool. Dude, none of this is cool. Look, Chandler, you you have to find the line between stealing and and taking what the hotel owes you. Um, For example, a hairdryer, no, no, no. But shampoos and conditioners, oh, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Now, the the salt shaker is off limits, but 
the salt. <laughs> I wish I'd thought this through. <laughs> I think I get what you mean, though. Like, the, the lamp is, uh, is the hotels, but the bulbs... Oh, you, you already got that. Not my first time in a hotel, my friend. <laughs> okay, uh, how about this? No, 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 you can't take the remote control. Yes, but the batteries... <laughs> well there you go next then now we just got to get her on the office tim okay yeah yeah, yeah. that would be great it's snack time with tim come on everyone let's have some snacks with tim snack time with tim let's see what snacks tim has for us today I am Miss Mallory Kist. We are at Our Lady of Grace Catholic School in Coraine Township, and these are my third graders. Nice. You guys ready for summer? Yeah! Now even a better question for Miss Kist. Are you ready for summer? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the countdown is on. I want to know what you got planned. So I'm going to be going to um, New York, the city. I'm going to Florida. Oh, be careful. It's crazy down there. I know. <laughs> I think I'm going to go to, like, my Oma and Grandpa's house. Nice. Oma's German for grandmother, correct? I did not know that. Oh. I did. I just wanted to know if you do. I used to play a lot of games with my grandparents. I've had, like, a game that you're, like, this little guy that you have to put bombs down and you have to run away so it explodes and you can get, like, power-ups. I played pickup sticks with my grandparents. You ever heard of that game? No. What do you got planned this summer? I'm going to um, I'm going to a vacation. Go to the beach, maybe get a tan. I'm gonna go swimming. It's my sister graduation. Ah, that'll be really fun. You guys gonna do anything special with her? We're having a party. But I don't know what else. It's a surprise. I'm going to St. Louis to see my grandma. And then when we get home, we're going to a lot of different summer camps for like a week or two. I'm going to go to summer camp and then I'm going to go swimming, do some gymnastics, go to the park and then go to the water park. Are you, do you like gymnastics? Yes. Yeah, what kind of stuff do you do in gymnastics? I really didn't get past the log roll. Handstands and flips <laughs> and cartwheels. I'm going to Colombia. How long of a plane trip is it to Colombia? About 13, 13 hours, I think. I don't know. Okay. We're probably just going to, like, we're going to do, like, the usual stuff we do, like, go to, like, like, we usually, on our vacations, we usually go to, like, the beach, go to a hotel and swim in a pool. And That's always good. Basically go to, like, uh, like amusement parks and basically, like, just eat a lot of, like, like, just, like, and we make, like, Sometimes, even though it's not even Christmas, we still make gingerbread houses. We love those things. I love gingerbread. Why not, right? Christmas in July. I'm going to my grandma's house, Western New York, and um, and I'm doing a Y camp. You going to Buffalo, Rochester, Utica, Finger Lakes? What are you doing? Um, Any of those sound familiar? Yeah. No. <laughs> They're familiar to me. Yeah, I've been to the Finger Lakes. Yeah. So, Miss Kiss, I think it was third grade, uh, and we were over at Our Lady Grace in Colerain. Oh, my gosh. I love some of the stuff. So yeah. I'm going to be doing They have great. busy summer over there. Today's their last day of school. So. Oh, fun. Yeah. Our last day of school, too. My daughter graduated. I, I wish I would have gotten you into her class this year. Next but year. Maybe next year. Yeah, absolutely. The first graders are a little more vocal, maybe. Know, right? You guys were uh, sending uh, pictures on the group text of your graduation days yesterday. Yeah. It was nice yeah, to see. Yeah, they were big days. Big days. Big days. Yeah. It really, big I started days. crying immediately because... <laughs> 
So we line up and we're at the kindergarten graduation and I might cry now, but they're all in in the hallway and we can see them and they got their little hats on and they're all waving to us because we're sitting in the stands and then they play the Oh, pomp and circumstance. Thank God. I'm like, they're in kindergarten. I cannot handle this. Why, why, why? And of course, you know, from there, they just walk in and they're like waving to other people. And one kid's like doing the dab. The other kid's like grittying in. And it was just so much fun. Yeah. That's I just cool. loved it. But I got a little emotional just because I think the song, you know. Yeah, I hear Pomp and Circumstance and it's just all over for me. Luckily, <laughs> luckily they didn't play that at Jacob's oh, they yesterday. Didn't? No, it I was much more it. informal. Did but... they have any moments? Did Jacob do a song or anything? No, nothing like that. Just his teacher got up and said a few words about him and it was really sweet and yeah. he was pretty tickled I think. I will say I absolutely just adore my daughter's elementary school and the entire staff at Elda Elementary her principal Mr. Hull is just incredible and at the end of it he, he said I now pronounce to you the class of 2035 Oh, oh my god went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like a long ways away doesn't it? Yeah. Because you think, oh, man, when I have a baby, it's not that big of a deal. But when they start kindergarten and they announce the class, you're like, holy bleep. That is a long ways away. It goes quickly. She already hates homework, so it's going to be awesome. (laughs) Yeah, right on schedule. (laughs) Yeah. It yeah, is. they should play this version. This is way less emotional. It is. Oh, is this it's yes. a little more majestic? Yeah, this it is. It's very Star Wars oriented. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not bad. I have a more. No, um, don't do it. Yeah, that, I got no, that sir. one. If you want no. it, All I've right. been having a rough go since yesterday. No, don't sir. make it any worse. Uh-uh. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful photo. <laughs> Thanks. <Yeah>. Coming up. <laughs> Your shot at $1,000. The 1K letter of the day is coming up next. Off you go, graduates. And good luck to you. And may the force be with you. Hi, Mary. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Uh, Mary... Is a she's a new Mary. We we have a few Marys who listen to the show. Mary, Mary, mm-hmm. and I don't know how long you've been listening, Mary, but I think this is the first time we've spoken with you over the phone for one K letter of the day, right? That is correct. Welcome, <sighs> welcome. We like Thank the first you. timers. Get in there, you know, see what you can do. But I'm guessing you play along every day in the car. I do. Yeah, do you do pretty well? I actually don't. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So maybe you'll have your big turnaround live on the radio. You never know. That would be great. It's so true. It could happen. All right. Well, I have an envelope here. It is sealed. And these are new envelopes. I know. He's going to get a paper cut, and it's going to be the end of days. I know. Do you want me to see if we can revert to old envelopes? (laughs) That's all You got your cutter? Yeah. All right. Get your cutter. Get your cutter out. Get her done. It serves multiple uses. Yes, it does. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, you have the letter A today, Mary. That's not a bad letter. Yeah. We've had $1,000 winners with the Mm -hmm. letter A before. Yep. And so this is how it works. 30 seconds. You have to come up with answers that begin with A. Don't repeat any of your answers. And the trick to winning is really, really to pass quickly. Okay. 
Okay. All right. All right. I got and, a pen. We got 30 seconds on the clock, and I will not start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. Yep. Here we go with the letter A. Name something you take on vacation. Um, Apple. A graduation present. Alexis. Something red. Um, ashtray. A cocktail. Uh, apple martini. Something oh, crunchy. Um, pass. Something hot. Uh, pass. Something you play. Album. A cereal. Oh, oh. That's- oh. So hard. Yeah, because yeah. immediately I like hot uh, apple pie. <laughs> I know. You could have answered apple for everything. Almost. Apple jacks, apple, apple martini, yeah. apple. Yeah. Yeah. Apricot. That's so funny. Aldi. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Mm-hmm. That was hard. Right. Well, I did about as well as I do every day. Well, there you go. That's, <laughs> consistency says a lot. I know. Yeah, at least your performance didn't suffer by coming on the radio. That's right. Oh, well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, next time it'll, it, they say, we've also heard that it gets easier the more times you do it. So, on the radio. Okay. Yeah. Well, hopefully I get through again. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Have yourself a wonderful day and a great holiday weekend. Thank you. You guys, too. Yes, Mary. Bye. See you. Bye. There she goes. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.